Hi, thank you for joining me on Tuesday Talks with Unsilenced Voices. My name is Michelle Jewsbury. If this is your first time tuning in, Tuesday Talks is designated to open up the conversation about domestic violence, to talk about what's happening worldwide and this epidemic. Um, today's topic, I'm going to talk a little bit about what happened to me in my domestic violence relationship. I was involved with a man, I'm gonna call him Paul, for a cumulative of four years. Three years of that was physical abuse, emotional manipulation, psychological abuse, and sexual abuse. And then one year after that was emotional and also financial abuse. During the first three years with Paul, I remember I met one of his friends who was, she's not an elder woman, but she was older than me. And she had known Paul since he was a child. After the first altercation that happened between Paul and I, I went to her, her name is gonna be Jessica, I'm gonna say. I went to Jessica and I told her what happened to me. One of the few people who I actually opened up and spoke to about the horrific events that took place behind closed doors with Paul and I. And Jessica had given me a lot of advice on what to do since I wasn't gonna leave. I, um, she, of course, told me, you need to get out of this situation, leave. Uh, I've seen him his whole childhood and he, he's got an anger streak to him. And she told me all these things and I didn't listen to her and I wanted to stay. So she wanted to help me. Um, she knew that I was in danger and she wanted to make sure that I was taking the necessary precautions in order to keep myself out of danger once the cycle of domestic violence took the uh, abuse stage. Um, so today's topic is safety plans if you're trapped in the cycle of domestic violence. Now the cycle goes from walking on eggshells to a violent outburst. It could be sexually, physically, emotionally, or a combination of everything. And then there's the apology stage. So I'm gonna specifically talk about the blow up stage. Now, Jessica advised me on a few things after the first couple altercations. Now, I'm gonna share those with you. Now, Paul was a man who wanted to take care of everything whenever we went out. So he would have me dress up and we would go dinner, clubs, um, meetings, etc., etc. And oftentimes he would drink too much and I didn't have anything on me. He would hold my ID and I, he hated me carrying a purse. So I wouldn't carry a purse and he would take care of everything, all of the expenses for the evening. But if he drank too much, then oftentimes he'd explode on me. Um, he had violent outbursts all of the time emotionally and a handful of the time physically so so bad that that I was beat up um, a couple times for multiple hours and bloodied and black and blue and I had told Jessica about one of the events that took place where I had woken up with a really gnarly black eye uh, that stayed with me for a long time 
one of her uh, safety plans for me was that I would always have to carry a credit card on me just in case I needed to escape quickly and go say to a hotel or get a cab or something where I had some form of payment on me. At this point, Paul wouldn't let me work, so I didn't have cash, but we did have mutual credit cards where I was, I had physically a credit card in my hand. Well, since Paul didn't let me take a purse anywhere, Jessica's idea was that I would hide a credit card every time we went out. I would hide a credit card either in my boots, um, in my bra, in my pocket, someplace where I had it handy just in case Paul went off on me. Um, and it was a good plan because there was one time, it was New Year's, and of course I wasn't carrying a purse, and we were out at this point. I didn't think Paul was gonna hurt me again, but I was wrong. And we, um, we were in the middle of a nightclub and he, he had an episode and dropped his drink, grabbed my arm um, outside. A bystander said that he had punched me in the face, but my recollection is that he grabbed me by my throat and lifted me up and slammed me down against a cement bench. And at that point, Somebody had called the police because it was a public place. And I was lucky because I had a credit card on me that night because I didn't want to go home. Um, at that point, Paul had ran off. The cops didn't know where he was. Um, he could have went home. I had no idea. But I had a credit card on me that night, so I ended up staying in a hotel. One of the police officers dropped me off at, at a nearby hotel where I was able to use that credit card and stay there. Now. Sometimes this will work and sometimes it won't. Sometimes uh, your finances are closely monitored by your spouse or your abuser and you won't be able to, to say go to a hotel because it will say on the credit card receipt or on um, online, say if he's checking, it, it will say where you are. So another option is to hide cash someplace a um, hundred bucks hundred dollar bill just roll it up hide it someplace in your bra boots wherever it is another thing that you can do is hide a spare key so there was a, a few times where I threatened to leave Paul and I wanted to, to to leave the house well he had taken my key and my key was a key um, uh, not an actual physical key but but a, a, a keyword, a clicker. And he took that and then locked the doors and wouldn't let me leave. Well, fortunately, I had hidden a spare key in the house, in my jewelry box. And when he wasn't looking, I was able to grab that and I was able to leave. Um, unfortunately, I went back as most victims do, but I was able to leave that situation at the moment. So I wasn't physically harmed and I was able to get out. Another thing you can do is pack a small little bag and keep it someplace uh, inconspicuous. So uh, maybe in the top drawer of your dresser or something like that with your necessities. Say uh, for, my, for me, uh, Paul wouldn't let me take anything. There was one time where he was beating me and I was naked and he, he told me to leave 
And I said, I want to leave. Can I just get dressed first? And he wanted me to just walk down the street naked. He knew I wouldn't leave if I didn't have any clothes on. So that was his form of controlling me and making me stay. But if I would have had a little bag pack someplace of say underwear and um, like a loose shirt or something, something that you can roll really small. So it's not this big, huge bag, but something small, maybe a travel toothbrush, a little itty bitty toothpaste, something like that to where I could have grabbed it and ran because I wish I would have on a couple of occasions. Um, and then one place, uh, one other thing that I'd like to talk about is um, have a place to go to. So I couldn't go to Jessica's house during those altercations and I didn't really have any place to go. But if I was fortunate enough to be able to get my car, then I left and I drove as far as I could and I parked on the side of the road, scared with headlights coming behind me. Um, but I remember staying there um, for hours and Paul would like blow up my phone. At one point I had my phone with me and he, you know, threatening messages. Um, if I were to answer, he'd cuss and scream at me. And I stayed, stayed there for, for hours, fell asleep in my car. Um, but please, Try to find a place to go, a friend that your abuser doesn't know, or a shelter, that would be really, really smart. A shelter around your area, maybe look those up. So I'm gonna say this again. So the first thing, keep a credit card on you or some form of payment. Second thing is hide a key in your house um, or outside, wherever, just hide a key. Uh, to your car so you're able to leave if you need to. Uh, another thing, the third thing, is pack a little bag and keep it someplace, your underwear drawer someplace where you can quickly grab it and run out of the house if you need to. And then the fourth place is have some place to go. So like I said, for me, I stayed in my car, but it would be intelligent to go to a shelter or to a friend's house that, that he or she, your abuser, wouldn't suspect. Um, so I'll leave you with that today, and thank you for joining in. Please tune in next week on Tuesday Talks.